You are listening to Germantown Community Radio, WRGU 92.9 FM. Welcome to the Jumpstart Philly Real Estate Radio Show, a weekly radio program that spotlights positive real estate development and neighborhood revitalization throughout Philadelphia. I'm your host, Derek Hengemill. Jumpstart Philly is a unique community development program that trains, mentors, networks, and provides funding to aspiring real estate developers in seven different Philadelphia neighborhoods, including Germantown, where the program was founded. Jumpstart believes that you can do well by doing good and focuses on removing neighborhood blight, scattered site rehab, creating a healthy mix of affordable and market rate housing, and avoiding gentrification through slow, steady growth and keeping wealth local. Interviews are conducted during Jumpstart Germantown's weekly Jump in Our series on Monday nights at 7 p.m. held via Zoom webinar. For more information about these events, you can check out the events page at jumpstartgermantown.com. This week, I am speaking with Dave Spooner, who is the co-founder of a completely free-to-use property management software called Inago, about the benefits that property management softwares and technology can provide to small small and mid-sized landlords. I hope you enjoyed the conversation, and be sure to check out the podcast version of this program at jumpstartgermantown.com slash media. Dave Spooner is the co-founder of Inago, which is a free-to-use property management software designed to simplify life for small and mid-sized landlords. And he has been involved in the real estate technology space since 2013, wanting to enhance the way landlords and tenants communicate. And in addition to his expertise in content marketing, Dave Dave utilizes his experience with entrepreneurship and management to help landlords achieve sustained success. So uh, I'll I'll let him introduce himself here, but thank you so much, Dave, for joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks, Derek. I'm really excited to be here. It seems like you guys have a a really great program, so happy to be a part of it for at least one night. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And and longer than that, because uh, the, the, the information you share with us here is going to live forever on our website and on the podcast. So thank you for, uh, for willing to give up some time here to talk with us. Absolutely. My pleasure. Yeah. So uh, I, I introduced you briefly there, but maybe you can just let us know like who you are and, and where you're at. And, um, you know, start with, you know, I, I read in your bio that you, uh, you've been working in real estate technology since 2013. And I'm sure that started, you know, eight years ago, but you've come a long way uh, with Inago. So I'd like to hear how you got here. Yeah, absolutely. So I actually started in real estate right out of school. Um, I went to Miami University here in Southwest Ohio, uh, born and raised in the Cincinnati area, which is where I'm based now. Our company is actually based in Hudson, Ohio, which is just outside of Cleveland. Um, But right out of school, I started in real estate tech. I was working for a company that was trying to solve some problems, specifically in student housing. Um, You know, students get kind of a raw deal in student housing. It's a tough market. Landlords have 99% occupancy, which for most landlords in student housing essentially means they have 100% occupancy. And we wanted to kind of, you know, make it a little easier on students with that, that platform we were building. It was a listing service that allowed students to more easily find rentals, connect with roommates, um, you know, reach out to landlords and, and just find a place to live. Ultimately, it didn't really go anywhere. We had some interest from landlords, but most because of those occupancy rates just weren't interested in in committing too much time or effort to building out any sort of listing platform. So we ended up, you know, kind of walking away from that that venture, but I learned a lot from it personally. Um, I was able to interact with a ton of landlords and fortunately landlords in the student housing space are are generally small to mid-sized independent landlords. So we were speaking to all these landlords that had anywhere from one 100 units on a regular basis, learning a ton from them. And myself and one other guy from that platform, uh, the CTO, kind of the brains behind the Inago operation, 
decided to split off and, and give these landlords what they had been asking us for, uh, which was not a listing platform for student housing, but instead better management tools. They didn't feel like they had strong enough management tools on the property management side. And we decided to go build it. And, and we did, we started in 2017. So I did the, uh, the listing thing for four or five years and then, then migrated over to, uh, to Inago in 2017. And we've been working hard on it ever since. Cool. Yeah. So it sounds like you kind of, you, you saw the problems in student housing and you related to them to what's going on, like in the wide scale of, of development in the country. Um, and it sounds like you, you found a niche market, right? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the great things that we learned from student housing is student housing in particular is, you know, every single student housing market. And I don't just mean like city to city. I mean, university to university. So here in Cincinnati, two big universities are Cincinnati, University of Cincinnati and Xavier University. They have completely different student housing markets. The way that they lease, the way that they manage each other, the way that they do late fees, the way that they do everything is totally different. So we learned really early on, kind of trial by fire, how important it was to provide flexible software that's also really easy to use. So that was such a great learning experience for us as we launched Inago and tried to build something a little different than what else was, was out there already. Yeah, I guess like flexible, but still consistent. So it's applicable to all those different markets and stuff, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, just having the ability to work with landlords of different product types. Now, we'll probably get into it more later, but that's really one of the cool things about Inago is the wide variety of landlords and, and even non-traditional landlords that we're able to work with. Cool, cool. So, uh, you know, our, our umbrella topic here is the uh, property management software. Uh, we had a jump in our maybe six months ago on property management as a whole and, and kind of really dived on into the, the, the bigger picture kind of idea of property management. But uh Something that they mentioned in that uh, uh, discussion we had was property management software and how like a, a piece of technology can replace an entire you know team of, of people that you would maybe you know 20, 30 years ago would have had running your, your rentals and stuff. Um, so we're going to dive into that tonight. Um, but before we, we get into that and, and what you're doing with Inago, uh, I wanted to ask, do you have any development experience of your own uh, or do you, do you own rentals or anything or, or what's your own, you know, do, do you exist in that space? I do. Yeah. I, uh, I, I bought my first rental property. I want to say like three years ago, I finally decided to put my money where my mouth repeatedly was. So I purchased my first triplex. I'm up to seven units trying to get another one, although the market's a little crazy right now, uh, but we're, we're looking for one. Um, so yeah, I have seven units under management right now would like to be at anywhere from 10 to 12 by the end of the year. Um, and it's been a great experience. It's really helped me understand the landlord's perspective even better than I did before. Cool. And, and did that in any way, is, did your experience uh, managing properties inspire you at all to get into Inago or was it just like, oh, I'm already making this software, so I might as well have a, a reason to use it, right? <laughs> it was kind of the latter. I mean, well, the thing is, you know, we speak with so many landlords and, uh, you know, you just hear all these stories from folks and the different ways that they got into it and the ways that they figured it out for themselves and just some really crafty, inspiring landlords out there. And finally, it was like, we've learned so much from this. I feel like I should go finally purchase a property of my own and give it a shot. Um, so yeah, it was, it was more the latter. It was more starting with Inago and then getting exposed so much to, to different landlords in real estate and, and giving it a shot. Cool. Awesome. So uh, now this might seem like an obvious question, but I'd, lo I'd love to hear your definition of it, especially as the founder of the property management software, but like, what is your definition of a property management software? What, what should it be? Um, you know, it, like your 30 second pitch, I guess. Yeah, it's a great question. So property management software is going to, like you mentioned before, replace a lot of the old school processes and help you better organize your business. So this is things like 
in a traditional sense, it would be just like managing your rent roll, right? Who's paying, who's not paying, who's overdue, et cetera. It would be managing documents and it would be managing leases. Now that's old property management software, right? That's like the nineties when it was in, you know, DOS and all that stuff, right? Now it's a lot more than that. Now with the online integrations, you can actually collect rent through property management software. You can actually sign documents through property management software. You can uh, screen tenants. You can do all sorts of things that are enabled by online, but the general idea is that it's going to help you automate um, and streamline various business processes related to managing tenants and properties. Cool. Yes. We'll talk about processes in a little bit um, as well as the tenant communication aspects, but um, tell me now about Anago. You know, this is the, the software that you founded and that you've been working on so hard. And, and what makes it different from other property management softwares? Um, you know, we don't have to name other names, but I, I know there's some industry standards that people are probably very familiar with or know people who use it. Um, and, and what's different about Anago? Yeah, great question. So Anago has, you know, all the basic features you'd expect to find, which most property management software does these days, right? You can collect rent online, screen tenants, sign leases, et cetera, all the things that I mentioned there. Um, the main differences are one, as I mentioned in that flexibility, the way that we've approached building the software is very different. A lot of other software platforms you encounter are either a very rigid in their structure. So you have a few very specific tasks that it does really well, but if you try to break outside of that, it becomes difficult to use or, or sometimes impossible. It just doesn't accomplish those tasks. So Nago has a lot of flexibility built into it for a lot of different use cases and, and ways that landlords work because every landlord is different inevitably because uh, everybody comes up DIY. Um, so that's one thing is that flexibility, but pairing that flexibility with um, an intuitiveness, a general ease of use. And that's, that's the B side of things, right? You either have those that are really rigid or you have those that have a ton of features and can handle everything. But usually those ones aren't flat or excuse me, aren't intuitive enough, aren't easy enough to use. So we really worked incredibly hard to make a nice merger between the two where it's both flexible and comprehensive, but also really simple and easy to use for landlords. And I think, I know it sounds like it's not, you know, it's not an easy thing to be like, oh, we offer this feature and others don't. It's a little different than that, but when you get in there and start using it, you'll really feel that difference with Inago. That's one major thing. The second thing is we're free to use. It doesn't cost a dime to use Inago. Um, that's a pretty big difference maker. A lot of people can't believe it when they first hear it or see it, but it's, it's really true. I'm surprised you didn't say that one first. I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> I build up to it, you know? No, it is. It's really, truly free to use. And we're not, you know, we're not selling your data. We're not, we're not doing anything funky on the side with it. Um, it's truly a free to use platform. So that's a big one. And then we also offer um, support that I, I personally believe is, is exceptional in the industry. Um, we have phone support. You can call us up anytime. You get a dedicated account rep to walk you through questions. You know, we find with landlords, they usually have a ton of questions early on, right? But after that, they get the hang of it. They're smart people. They're dedicated people. They don't need nearly as much. So we want to be there early on, making sure that early success leads to future success. So that customer support is, is kind of the third rail for Inago that we think is really critical to the way we approach it. Cool. Yeah. And you uh, mentioned earlier, I think you said some numbers, but what, what scale of developer is best apt for any proper property management software, really? I mean, I, th I think that's, all, uh, that's something we talked about in the, the jump in our we had on property management was when is that point where you get to your, your development career where you think, OK, I can't do this all. I can't do this all from my email or my phone or anything. Um, you know, like what what scale of developer do you think reaches that tipping point and, and is best apt for the, the software? 
Yeah, well, the old school line of thinking was every 100 units, you need to hire a property manager, right? If you're doing it full time. So you can manage your first 100 yourself, and then you hire a property manager every time after that. Honestly, the way property management software is these days, you are never too small to have property management software, especially when you have free options out there, right? Even if you have a single unit, and we have thousands of landlords with just a single unit, property management software is going to make your life easier and give your tenant or tenants a more professional experience. So it's something you should adopt right away and start exploring right away. As you grow, it's gonna help a ton. Um, you know, as you continue down your journey, I would say once you hit 25 to 30 units, if you still don't have property management software, you really need to consider it because that's, that's a lot to manage on your own if you're not using an automated system. Yeah. Um, so then, then I guess what tools is, and, and you quickly mentioned some of them earlier, but I'd like you to go a little bit more in depth. Um, what, what tools does Inago provide or, or any property management software provide, um, that are going to like convince you that you need it. You know what I mean? Um, like once you reach that 25 uh, units or whatever, what is going to change once you, you get the property management software? What are you going to stop doing? What are you going to start doing? That sort of thing. Well, if you're currently collecting rent by paper check or money order or cash, that's the first thing where there's like an aha moment. And it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I was doing it this way for so long and I can collect it online. When deposits are just showing up in your bank account on the second of the month, uh, it's a pretty nice, pretty nice feature. So that's a huge one is just the ability to collect rent online. And the demand from tenants is so high. 75% of tenants said they want to be able to pay online, but only about 40% of landlords enable that. And those, that's a huge disparity, right? So offering that to your tenants alone gives them a much better experience. And it honestly gives you a better experience. So online payments is a huge one. Um, I think document signing is really big. We've seen an explosive growth in document signing internally. We had 360% increase in documents signed per landlord. So that's a, a normalized baseline during COVID. Um, and that makes sense because of COVID, right? But also because there's just a big growth and we think that's gonna stick around. So online documents is big, online leases. And the third really big one that people often sleep on is the ability to enforce late fees. Um, the, you know, the common refrain that we hear from landlords is, oh, my late fee's due on the 5th. And, and on the on the 5th of the month, I call up my tenants and I say, hey, you're late, you owe me an extra 50 bucks or I'm gonna kick you out of the, you know, the apartment, whatever it is. And the tenant gets scared of that. They send off a check, you open it up and it's the original principal amount minus the late fee. And you gotta decide for yourself, okay, am I gonna chase them for $50 or let this one go? Most landlords say, ah, I'm just gonna let it go. But you've now taught your tenant that A, they don't have to pay the late fee. B, you're gonna call them to remind them to get that payment in. and See, the threat is essentially empty. Property management software enforces late fees. Ours in particular doesn't permit the tenant to pay the next month's rent until the prior month and all late fees are paid. So that alone, taking that kind of personal relationship side of things out of late fees can make a huge difference in your collection process. So there's a lot of little things, but generally collection and document signing are two really big ones. Cool. Awesome. Um, so I, I want to next we're going to talk about property management as a concept a little bit and like the processes and tenant communication like you started to, to explain earlier. Uh, but I just want to quickly remind everybody that if you have any questions, if you, if you joined in later and didn't hear this, uh, any questions for Dave, you can submit them in the Q&A tab uh, at the bottom of your Zoom toolbar. And uh, feel free to, to shoot them in as you think of them. Uh, but otherwise, we'll get to them at the end of our conversation, probably in about 15 or 20 minutes. Um, so yeah, uh, like I said, I, I want to ask you about like these important components of property management that you described that, that you know, line up with what the property management software can provide. Um, and the first is processes. Um, so, so what would you consider a process of property management? Uh, give us a few examples and, and maybe, you know, what are the big ones or what are some you don't, might not think about? 
Yeah, well, a process is really anything you do to accomplish or even automate a task, right? So signing a lease, there's some process behind that, right? And you may have your own process and you don't think of it that way. Like, oh, I want to go meet you in person and we're going to all sit down and we're going to run through these main points and then you're going to sign right there and then I'm going to hand you a copy. That's all a process, right? Every little piece of that is part of that process. So property management software automates and streamlines those processes. And that's why it's really so useful. Um, so there's a countless number of processes that you can automate with, with property management software, some of which I've already mentioned, the ability to collect rent, the ability to deposit that rent into your bank account, the ability to assess and enforce late fees, signing documents, screening tenants, all of these things are processes and all of these things can be automated and simplified. Um, one other big one that we haven't talked about yet is communicating with your tenants. And that's really a process that kind of runs through all the other processes, right? It's a really critical piece of it, having that relationship, building that relationship with your tenants. And a property management software platform is going to predominantly automate much of that communication. It's going to send reminder emails when rents due. It's going to send reminders when late fees need to be paid. It's going to send a notification when a document needs to be signed or remind that person to sign the document. These are things that you no longer have to worry about. They make these processes that normally have all these check marks that you got to hit have a single check mark, right? Start the process. It takes care of the rest. So um, that's really what it's all about is taking those processes and simplifying them and, uh, and connecting them all together. Yeah, sure. So, and I imagine when some people think of automating all that stuff and, and, you know, once you give your hand, hand your stuff over to the robot, as they say, and like uh, you lose that kind of tactile, like you're involved in every step of the way. Um, is that something people have raised concerns about with pro like that you've heard them, them hesitate getting a property management software for them? Uh, you know, I, I've heard it occasionally, but I think it dissipates pretty quickly. Um, you know, the, the, the tenant communication isn't the only important thing. The landlord communication is too. And with a good property management software platform, it's going to keep you informed every step of the way. You can have automated reminders when certain tenants are late or when big groups of tenants are late. You can have automated reminders when it's your turn to sign or whenever any tenant signs a document. Yeah. You can get an automated reminder when an application comes in. Um, you can control all sorts of things on the tenant notification side and on the landlord notification side. So even though much of it is automated and it's generally hands off, you still feel like you have that guiding hand to step in whenever needed. Yeah. I guess like as long as you're the one who's customizing it and you're, it's not like there's a, a format that you're, you're fitting into where it's like, you can't change things if you want. It sounds like there's, there's a lot of customization and making things like tuned exactly to the way you would do it without it. Right. Exactly. That's the flexibility I was talking about. So there's, you know, there's a default Anago. When you sign up for an account, it's not like you have to get in and turn a bunch of dials, right? Everything's going to work great out of the gates. But if you need that additional layer of customization, if you want them to receive the reminder for rent 15 days before it's due instead of the normal five that we do, you can change that. You can adjust that. So all the standardized processes will work great, but anything that you need to customize, it's flexible to your situation and your tenants. You can do that. Cool. Um, and then you, you mentioned it briefly there, but tenant communication is is the other big component of of property management software. Um, what are some examples of that? Like, like what would you consider tenant communication versus just like you said, like an automatic uh, uh, reminder or something or something that's automated? Like, like are you able to directly talk with your tenant through the software rather than like texting or emailing them or something? You can email through the Inago platform and it's going to track those emails and it'll track things like when it was sent, if it was open, viewed, bounced, et cetera. So it gives you some level of transparency there. Much of the communication is automated, which is really the beauty of, of this kind of thing. You don't have to worry about sending things off yourself. 
Um, we're actually working on a new feature that we're very excited about that is an in-app messenger where you can communicate back and forth with your tenants. Um, that way you don't have to share your phone number. You can track that full communication in one place. You can also use it to share like invoices or maintenance tickets or all sorts of other things. We've been hard at work on that and, and it should be coming out soon. Um, but generally it's, it's going to automate a lot of the, a lot of the communication that you're already doing. And as I mentioned, kind of interweave it through all the other processes that are in place, maybe things you didn't communicate on before. Now you're going to, and certainly things that you did before are now going to be automated. Um, but yeah, we, we are planning on expanding our communication features and, and it's a critical component of any good property management software. Definitely something that I would pay very close attention to how, how the platform communicates with the tenants and with you as the landlord. Well, cool. yeah. and just going back to how the tenant communication is so important and like paramount to everything. Um, it's because they're the variable, right? They're like the one thing who's they're, they're, they're the decision makers you can't control. Um, that's so. exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. We talk about that all the time. You know, when you're investing in real estate, you have a lot of control. You can control what you put your money into. You can draw up pro formas. There's all sorts of formulas online and cash on cash return and, and cap rates and, and, and ROI calculations that you can do, or you can be fairly certain in the, the outcome of your property investment. But the one thing you don't know, the one thing that you can't control or predict is how your tenants are going to behave. And a good property management software helps kind of uh, control those variables for lack of a better, better way of, of describing it. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so just a, a couple closing questions here. I just kind of want to talk about like actually taking that step to, to installing a property management software or starting to use it in your business. Um, what is the implementation of that? Like, you know, you said that it can happen fairly quickly and there's not really like, once you get set up, there's not really a lot of adjusting you need to do if it, cause everything's like all, all ready to go. Um, you know, what should people expect when they make that decision? You know, should they like expect a, a week, like weeks on end where they can't get in touch with their contacts or something? You know, what, what, I know people might be scared to do that because um, it's like a big step putting everything on one, one platform. Um, what advice do you have for people there? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I, I think, you know, these days with most property management software, certainly with Inago, you can get started really quickly. I mean, I've seen people sign up and accept their first payment within five minutes of signing up. I mean, you can get it done really fast if you want to. Um, but I also completely understand that some people don't move at that speed. And we encourage people to take their time, figure things out. Um, you know, the beauty of a platform like Inago and like many of these property management softwares out there is that a lot of the features are totally optional, right? So you start with what you're comfortable with. If you want to start collecting rent, start collecting rent, then explore the online lease signing, then explore the online tenant screening later on or vice versa, do it in a different order. So take on as much as you're comfortable with. Um, don't, don't overdo it for yourself. Um, the, one of the big things that I always encourage for landlords though, is don't forget about your tenants while Inago or any other property management software will automate a lot of that communication. If the tenant doesn't know what Inago is and they get a random email from a platform, it's like, Hey, jump into this account and start paying rent. The scam alerts are going off everywhere. So you need to bring your tenants along with you. That importance of, of tenant communication is, is critical outside of property management software too. Let them know, hey, I'm going to try this thing out. Maybe try it out with a couple of tenants first or, or try it out with all of them. But be sure to communicate with your tenants that you are uh, are going to be adopting that property management software. Yeah, and it's going to be as much benefit for you as the developer. So uh, it should be an easy sell, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, so uh, the other question I have just here to, to wrap things up is, um, you know, actually you touched on the bringing tenants to the board. So that question after that <laughs> I want to ask you like big picture top down. Uh, this is kind of, to kind of close things out. 
like what should somebody really look for the, the change to happen in their, their, their experience as a real estate developer or landlord or whatever um, before and after a property management software? I know, I know we talked a lot about the details and everything, but um, like conceptually about their business, what should they, um, you know, what's that driving factor? And, and it might, you might've already said it before, but um, just, just really, really explain to people, you know, why, what, what should they look for in the, in the end result that's going to make their lives easier? Uh, time. It, it's time you're going to have a ton more of it. I mean, we see landlords that, that sign up for Inago. And I, and again, I would assume this is true. I encourage people just get property management software of some kind, but in Inago, we see a big spike in properties added over the course of a year. So when somebody signs up for Inago, it allows them to grow, right? It allows them to continue doing the things to build their business instead of the processes that suck their time up every day. Um, so when you're automating a lot of this stuff and when your collection is coming in more on time and when your documents are getting signed fast, and when you're screening tenants more quickly, you're going to have more time on your hands and you can focus on either acquiring more properties, getting more efficient with the properties that you do have, or just, you know, sitting on the beach, eating bonbons, right? Whatever you want to do, you're going to have more time on your hands. Um, and for, you know, a lot of real estate investors are DIY and do it on the side too, right? So having additional time is, is a huge, huge, huge benefit of property management software. That concludes my conversation with Dave Spooner, co-founder of Inago, a free-to-use property management software for small to mid-sized landlords. Next week, I'll be speaking with Maureen and Christina from H&H Settlement Services about the title process and walk through the steps of how a new and aspiring developer can obtain title insurance for their investment property. The interviews on this program are recorded during Jumpstart Germantown's weekly Jump in Our series, which takes place via Zoom webinar every Monday night at 7 p.m. If you'd like to participate in a live Q&A with our guest, be sure to head to jumpstartgermantown.com events and register for next week's Jumpinar. And if you're interested in starting a Jumpstart program in your own community, visit gojumpstart.org and see our how-to guide and open source training workbook. Thank you so much for listening to the Jumpstart Philly Real Estate Radio Show on Germantown Community Radio, WRGU 92.9 FM. And be sure to tune in next week.